Hey, thanks for checking out the Ham and Spam Retro Review. If you like what you hear, please remember to subscribe, leave a like, or leave a comment, whatever platform you listen to this on. And also remember, there's always additional content on our website, hamandspam.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy it. For even more content, check out our friends Nick and Brandon over at their podcast, Talk or Go Home. Here we are. Who would have thunk it? Not me. <laughs> Welcome to episode number 38 of the Ham and Spam Retro Review. Oh, it is 38? It is 38. I'm pretty sure it's 38. I should probably research these things uh, before we hit record. I'll take your word for it. Uh, episode 38, one of uh, the all-time greatest wrestling games of all time. If not the greatest. Many quite, would argue that. Qu- quite possibly. Many would argue that. Between this and probably uh, SmackDown 2, Here Comes the Pain with the... Uh, no, it's not. It's SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain with Brock Lesnar on the front. But this game is... WWF F No Mercy. <laughs> uh, you, you stressed the F there, buddy. Yeah. Well, that was... If you look for WWE No Mercy, you're not going to find it. Yeah, you'll never find that game. Um, this game is exclusive to the N64. Which had pr- the best wrestling games. It, it really did for the genre, for the time, for the playability, um, for the mainstreamness that wrestling was at this time. Yeah, this was the Attitude Era. Yeah, uh, because uh, PlayStation had Nitro, which was awful. It had Thunder, which was awful. Uh, it had WCW versus the world, which was okay. It kind of had the grapple system that, that and that and that was uh, made by the same company, if I'm not mistaken. Right, it AKI. was by T- THQ. THQ, yeah. Um, they uh, they did WCW versus the world on, on PS1, which is a fantastic game. It is, it is, and that's kind of the PlayStation equivalent to WCW versus the world on the Nintendo 64. Right, or WCW versus NWO World Tour. Right, I'm sorry. Uh, which was my first introduction to these games. You know, it was mine too. Um, I remember spending the night at a buddy's house um, from from school, and we played this game all night long. Got about four hours of sleep, and then uh, played it more when we got up the next day. Was that buddy's name Hammy? Uh, it was Hammy, and it was uh, actually uh, Daniel Cole from from high school back in the day. Oh, so Daniel Cole, yep, good guy. Yep, very good guy. Um, but yeah, I remember playing this over at his house and all I wanted to do was play with Sting and I was terrible with the controllers because when you pick up a Nintendo 64 controller and if you've ever played any other game, 
you use the analog stick. So I kept wanting to use the analog stick instead of the D-pad, and I it, it, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, the N64 controller can be a little difficult to approach. Well, it can be, <laughs> especially when you didn't have it. And that that's probably the biggest critique that I have with, with this game is I didn't play it a whole, whole lot except like whenever I went to your house. Well, I didn't, I've never played No Mercy until today. I've played the other games like it. I played uh, uh, World Tour for yeah. N64. I think I've played a little bit of Revenge, but not not a whole lot. Uh, I've never played No Mercy. I've never played WrestleMania 2000. WrestleMania 2000. Those are the ones that are kind of the it factor for this uh, well, for this system. Well, the thing about when you when you play this game, you you actually hold it the way most people try to hold it the first time they pick up an N64 right. controller. You got your left hand on the far left, whatever that is, the prong, maybe. Sure. And then your hand, your right hand on the far right one, so you you got your thumb over the D pad. You know, occasionally you need the stick, but the sticks only used sparingly. Right. So you're not holding it the typical way with the left with the left hand in the main prong there. Right. I wonder well, if there are any games where you can play it like this. Gosh, I hope right not. hand on the main the center prong. Well, you know, it's I keep funny. calling it prong. I don't know what else to call it. Ear handle handle. That's probably handle, it. Okay. There you go. Um. It's funny though for his uh for his battle rep that the uh Virtual Boy gets. If we were to pull that Virtual Boy controller down here, it mimics that controller yeah. a lot. Minus that center analog stick, it's got it, that's it. For some reason Virtual Boy had two directional pads on. I'll still never understand that one. But um yeah, this right here when you when you hold it the way you're you were just holding it, it is basically a Super Nintendo controller on steroids. It's got a it uh, it's got an extra button or two buttons. A couple of extra buttons, yeah. So um, good design. I thought I thought that it felt pretty good when you held it. You know, either that that center handle or the outside handles. I mean, the curvature of it, everything. It fit like it was supposed to. It was I, just I, it was just weird. I think that just goes to show that that THQ knew what they were doing when they made these games. I think so. And obviously, these games got better the more they made. So when they started out with uh, World Tour and went forward, they got better and better and better. Well, it's funny because I loved World Tour. I loved Revenge. Mm -hmm. And then THQ then went over to WWF. Right. And so then WCW Mayhem. Oh, gosh. Was the next. Uh, that was EA, N64, right? No, uh, maybe. I think it was EA. It was the next N64 WCW game to come out. And in my mind, I'm thinking it's going to be just like World the Tour others. Revenge. Absolutely. So I was so psyched for it. <laughs> and I probably put about 10 to 15 minutes in that game. And that's all I needed. <laughs> that was horrible. So even though N64 has the best wrestling game, it, ha it has a couple of the worst ones too. Yeah, it does. It's got that. It's got WWF Raw, or not Raw, Raw uh, Warzone. Warzone uh, was Warzone. Did it come out for N64? It did. It came out for PlayStation it. first, I believe. As did Attitude, and they were terrible. Those were acclaim games, if I'm not mistaken. But and then uh, Mayhem came out. I knew you were done with Mayhem because at the time, one of your favorite wrestlers was Rey Mysterio Jr. Yeah. It's back when he was still junior, not just regular Rey Mysterio 619. And uh, during the storyline, they had unmasked Rey Mysterio. Yeah. And you could put in a code to get masked little Rey. Because that's the code. Yeah. Masked without Ray. the uh, Without the vowels. <laughs> but hey, it also had uh, the Raging Cajun Lash LaRue in it. So that's a plus. Sure. <laughs> Shifty we, we, eyes. Went, we went to the same college. Um. But uh, so we've basically talked about the history of, of the video games. Let's dive into this one. Um, wow. There, there, there's a lot there. Uh, the creator wrestler. Uh, one thing that we did, first of all, when we play, we, we created ham and spam and, and 
took on the uh, tag team champions. Yeah, and and, and, and it's interesting because when these games started, you had World Tour had no creator wrestler whatsoever. At all. The Revenge, you could rename wrestlers. Right. You didn't have a creator wrestler per se, but you could take the existing wrestlers and edit them and right. change names and make them into... That's why, that's why Ultimo Dragon became Ultimo Hammy. <laughs> Then uh, WrestleMania 2000, which was their first WWF game, which is also a great game. Mm -hmm. I loved it too. Uh, it introduced the creator wrestler, and I was I loved that. I I, I caught on to that instantly because I mean I've always wanted to be to put myself in that sure. world. I mean, who who doesn't want to be a professional wrestler? At some I, point? I, absolutely, man. Um, and then No Mercy comes out, and they just perfected it. Yeah, I mean. 2020 Clint will can look at it and say, Oh, this game would be great if it had X, Y, and Z. But even if you take those X, Y, and Z things out, you, you couldn't really ask for a better wrestling game. You couldn't. Um, from the creative moves or not the moves. That's the one thing I wish that it did have. Um, the creator wrestler to all the stuff that you could have to all the unlockables. Uh, I wish the unlock, I mean, it, it creates replayability in a wrestling game. For you to have the unlockables because you got to go through and quote unquote earn money to unlock these different things. Right. Um, minus the one little minor glitch. Not yeah, no, not a minor <laughs> glitch. Well, let's 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 work our way to that. First, let's go back when when you first turn it on. You've got your matches. You've got your, of course your exhibition match, mm -hmm. and from there you can do you know a, a whole multitude of different scenarios. You got your one player versus two player. Of course, it's up to four player. Sure. You have your handicap match. Now, I'm I'm not certain, but I think handicap match could only be one and two versus like two versus one. I don't think you could have a four versus one or three versus one. Um, you could have guest referee. Okay. And you could be a guest referee. Right. And that was fun because you just refuse to count. Right. <laughs> and people get mad. And at you could fast count. You could slow count. Right. Um. Of course, you had your ladder matches, your table matches. I think Hell in a Cell was on there. We should have turned it on. Is it on? It's on. I'd have to hook the uh, the Mac up. Keep going. And I'll, I'll hook that up okay. so it comes through. So you had a whole ton of matches that you could choose from to do. And within those, of course, you had your match rules, your you know disqualification, yes or no. Your blood, you could turn to first blood if you wanted. Great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, your, your count out time. Um stuff like that your tag teams you could have no tag so you're both in there in the entire time there it is clint is right now hooking it up so i can see it and and actually look at this stuff as i'm yeah he's a very visual it. guy and of course actually, we didn't um, i'm not able to control anything apparently i'm doing stuff and nothing's happening i'm pressing things is it mine that needs All right. All right. So Clint's got it hooked up now. Uh, this game came out in 2000, by the way. When we fired it back up, we, we <laughs> remembered that part. We, we completely forgotten. Uh, also, by the way, go check out our YouTube video. Uh, we uh, we defended our tag team titles against, well, our imaginary tag team titles. <laughs> against the Rock and Sock Connection. They didn't have stand a chance, guys. That's right. By the way, commentating a wrestling match is hard. It is hard. A uh, lot of respect for those guys that do it. Any anything with sports, because uh, there's some there's some blank spots in our matches where we just kind of stop talking. Well, I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm watching the match, and it's a match I've already lived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. All right, so you're uh, you start off. You got your uh, uh, your of course your exhibition match. I talked about that. You got your Royal Rumble. Uh, 
have every how many superstars in there you want the rules you can put a belt up for it i don't know how this guy first of all i don't know how he's got the world title and it's still saved right and i don't know how i have it already <laughs> but by gosh that's the big eagle belt that's my favorite one. Oh yeah uh big eagle then winged eagle for me. yeah i like the wing big gold eagle. was nice too i like the big gold it was it was uh very classic as well, but I think uh, I like the winged eagle more than I like the big eagle. Right, for so those of you that don't know, go go Google that. That's yeah. a whole. That's a whole. If you gotta be a wrestling nerd to know what we're talking about. So you got a pay per view. You can design a pay per view. Name the event, the arena, the venue. So hold on, hold on. You could actually put a match in Birmingham, Alabama, if you want to. You can. You can put Holy a match God. in Slash Am Valley. Yeah, in Asheville, Alabama. Well, there you go. Okay. At Asheville High School. There you go. Have action, Mike Jackson. Create <laughs> him. Number of matches. Uh, you can have a King of the Ring tournament to set up, your guest referee match, your ladder match, an Iron Man match. Okay. Mm. So maybe not a table match. I was thinking that's what that was, but Iron Mat Iron Man match. So the um SmackDown game that we re- we reviewed all the way back in episode nine, I believe. Um it had the TLC matches, the table matches, and all of that. And I believe that game came out in two thousand one. So, you know, we're not too far away from 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 that era of WWE WWF and this right, one. and then of course you got your single play, which involves the championship, which is where you compete for different championships, uh, the actual titles. That's where you get some of your money you can spend in the SmackDown Mall, right? And you've got your survival. Your survival is basically a battle royal. It is a forty man battle royal. It's not the Royal Rumble. Oh, okay. The last guy to come out is Andre the Giant. If you can beat him, you unlock him. Okay. I have never unlocked him. Really? And all the times I've played, I've gotten to come out two or three times, and then I would get eliminated. Really? Yeah. Is he just that Bro- that good? Oh, he, just- he was never the one who eliminated me. Oh, I It was gotcha. usually someone else. But, yeah, it, was, it, it broke my heart. But I, I'll get to that later. Then you've got the uh, SmackDown Mall. Which is where you can buy your extra, uh, like clothing items, moves, right. characters. There's Shawn Michaels. You have to buy Shawn Michaels. He costs fifty grand. Mm-hmm. Just while I was wanting, I, I ordered a Game Shark for N64 because I, I wanted to unlock everything. Holy crap! Earl Hebner's in there. You can buy Earl Hebner. He's only ten grand. He's pretty cheap. For those of you who don't know, Earl Hebner was the uh, the classic referee for WWE with the um, the twin the the um, fake referee back in the day with Hogan and, was he, and was Andre. He, was he the one that was with the did the Montreal school jo- screw job? He was the one that did the Ooh. screw job, uh, and he actually lost his job in WWE for selling unlicensed merchandise. Wow! He, they basically were making shirts and selling them, you know, outside of the arena. For pennies <laughs> on the dollar compared to WWE and pocketing all the money, they got caught. Dang. And this is where you can credit superstar. You, you can, can edit credit superstar. stable. Okay. Uh but we've got our ham and spam stable. Right. Of course. And if you have a controller pack, which has a memory card it plugged in on the controller. Right. It's where you could save stuff. Well, that's kind of how you got around some of the, the stuff. Glitch. The glitch. Let me so. let me I'll talk about the glitch. I don't have the game, but I showed you on the front. At the bottom, it has, I think it's NUS-whatever-USA. Right. Now, that's that's the game that shipped to the United States. Mm-hmm. 
And that game came with a glitch that if you won the world title, it erased all your save data. Right. That happened to me <laughs> so many times. I didn't know what was happening. I was like, why are all my guys gone? Right. Because I put in so much time creating. I know you and me and all our friends from high school. Sure. We had an awesome uh, stable called The Revolution. We were all in camo. <laughs> And they kept getting erased. So finally, I, I happened to have a memory card. I would copy them over to that memory card. Ah. And I would play. I'd win the world title. Everything's gone. Reload memory Reload card. Reload memory card. And, wow. it, and it just, I, I could never figure out what was going on. Well, back then, of course, they don't have, you're not online. So you don't have patches. Because we're old. Right. You, don't, <laughs> you, you can't sign in to Xbox Live and there's a patch that fixes this game. Sure. So the only thing they could do is fix it with uh, a new cartridge. Yeah. And so they had the new cartridge. They released those later. And whereas that cartridge says NUS dash blah, 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 USA, the fixed one says USA dash one. Ah, so it's the version one, revision one kind of. Right. And they were apparently rare. They apparently did not come out as much. Or release as many of those. They'll probably come out later in the life after the sales had started going down. And they did get the well. They they made back. Yeah, they made ever so how many cartridges with the glitch and sold those. And I was wanting to get one of those cartridges for our ham and spam copy. Well, rare. When you said rare, that tells me that it's expensive. Well, that copy there that we just played on, right, uh, was twenty bucks on eBay. Okay, that's that's about right. A USA dash one. It's about six hundred bucks. Good, not for a wrestling game. For a twenty-year-old wrestling game, like I can understand a special edition Zelda to an extent. I, they're not even that high. But I, I don't get a wrestling it, game. It's so rare, and I guess it's just something that you know a lot of people. I guess probably used to work work around like I did, mm-hmm. or just don't win the world title, which is why I'm surprised the world title's unlocked on here. Uh, maybe he maybe there was a world a, a, a workaround for this guy that that had it before you maybe so but he did it somehow well but basically what you did when we when we created ourselves on this particular game you took his save file or save guy and just made yourself right I'm I I copied myself over his save guy. Right. So that's so how you've got it. I was instantly the world champion. So just keep it. And that way you can keep it for yourself and say, Hey, look, I'm There's, actually the I, world champion. And I it did not world, glitch out. <laughs> right. I'm the world champion. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, and that's the backstory for no mercy. So real quick, um, while, while we still got the game fired up and we're sitting here looking at all this stuff, can you, can we kind of go through the, uh, the roster? I know we did with, oh, yeah. Yeah, we with 2001 or 2001 with, uh, SmackDown two. Um, this is, Pure, pure blown attitude era. I mean, yes, this has got the three. I, I, I know two of the faces of Foley with with mankind and Cactus Jack as an unlockable character. Um, I don't know about Dude Love. I'll have to do a little. little, little I would little. say that WrestleMania two thousand is actually the better attitude era roster. Okay, because right here you have Undertaker. You have. And this is American Badass Undertaker. Right. This isn't Undertaker. And you had Ministry Undertaker in WrestleMania 2000. Is there a different type when you go to the type for Undertaker? Yeah. Yeah, there's okay. old school right there. I think, okay, maybe it was some other game that had the really old school Undertaker with the purple gloves. Oh, <laughs> I remember that one. And also, 
this is post DX Triple H. Right. So this is, and, and I don't know, for, for me, when I think Attitude Era, I think DX, I think Ministry. Right. I think all that. This is just a little bit. So that bit would have been 98, behind. 99. Obviously, this is a little bit past that. Right. And before him, too, I think Attitude Era. I don't, I don't associate him with Attitude Era. No, no, because he was that 2001, or right before that 2001 WCW purchase. The person we're talking about, obviously, is Chris Benoit. Yeah. Uh, we all know what happened. We all know what he did. It's it's a travesty. It, it sucks. It's unthinkable. Um, but for, for review of the game, I mean. He's in it. He's in it. About it. That's what we're going to do. That's, so, that's it. So here's your roster. You got The Rock, Triple H, Stone Cold, Undertaker, Kane, Mankind, the Ayatollah of Rock and Roller. Chris Jericho. Kurt Angle. Chris Benoit. <laughs> Rikishi, who's also the father of the Usos. How about that? Uh, Sky Too Hottie. Grandmaster 6A. <laughs> so it feels weird saying it that way. It does. I'm, I'm, I may bleep that. All right. Bubba Ray Dudley. Uh-huh. Devon. Uh, you got your Hardy uh, boys. Jeff and Matt. You got Edge who is one of my all-time favorites. Oh, yeah. Christian, Taz, Eddie Guerrero, one of the greatest of all time. Yes. China. See, that's when those two were teamed up, too. Right. Uh, you had your Acolytes, a.k.a. the APA, Fruk and Bradshaw, Dean Malenko, X-Pac, Road Dog, Billy Gunn, <laughs> not known as Billy Gunn in this game, Steve, Stevie Richards, who is a great follow on YouTube, Stevie Richards Fitness. Big uh, big YouTuber. I mean, a uh, YouTuber. Big gamer, too, is he not? Yeah, he is. Gamer, podcaster. He's in a lot of that. Uh, let's see. Bullby, I don't remember him. Bullby Cannon. Yeah, he's just a big guy that was in that right to censor. Uh, there's the... You see, that was the right to censor era for The Godfather, too. Yeah. And also for Val Venus. Right. So let's see, he's got the right to. And to me, that's that's why that wasn't as good during this time because they took their quote unquote gimmick away from them. It wasn't early '90s gimmick like the Red Rooster and yeah. Tatanka and the Goon and the Plumber Guy and all that kind of crap. This was, you know, the porn star and the uh, the pimp. <laughs> I mean, and they kind of took those uh, away from them. Uh, Test, Fat Albert. Steve Blackman, who, by the way, I've I've heard several wrestlers say you did not want to mess with. He's him. legit. He's a lit. He's a legit BA. I've I've heard that he was laying down like after a match in the back one time, and Big Show come up messing with him, and he took Big Show down without ever getting up. I would not doubt that about uh, a bit at all. Al Snow, mm-hmm. Takamichinoku, Takamichinoku, Hardcore Holly, okay, mm-hmm. but Bob Holly, mm-hmm. Crash, Perry Saturn. S.A. Rios, D'Lo yes, Brown, Mark Henry, Big Boss Man, mm-hmm. British Bulldog, British Bulldog, Viscera, and then you had Stephanie McMahon, Tori. Who, who was, was that? that? Wasn't Tori Wilson? No. Uh, Trish Stratus. I don't remember the cat. You don't remember the cat? Terry. I remember Lita. I don't remember Ivory. I remember Ivory. Then uh, he's got one unlocked character, Mick, just regular Mick Foley. Right. You could also get Cactus Jack and Dude Love. Okay. Of course, so, the Hebners, or the Heb- uh, Earl Hebner, yeah. Shawn Michaels. 
Yeah, um, there were some you unlocked by playing the championships. I want to say the fabulous Moolah and May Young were unlockable. On they this. are. They are. So, a lot of lot of good hidden wrestlers. Of um, course, Hammond Spam. Of course, <laughs> the first I don't know forty five minutes of us playing this game was <laughs> just creating ourselves. And and I wanted to touch on that too because man, that thing went in into some depth. For, it does. I mean, a good sixty four game. A good creator asked her well. Um. I mean, there was moves in the front. There's moves in the back. There's moves when they're sitting down. There's moves in the corner. Um, I mean, this is the first time I really remember a creator wrestler going in this kind of depth or a creative character going into this kind of depth. <coughs> so, Which, and, and like I've told you several times, I think it, a little later they start getting a little more in depth, like your uh, Day of Reckoning games on GameCube. Right. But for like the newer ones, the 2Ks, uh, it's just not... It's not the same, and, and we'll get into that when we get into the comparison as yeah. well. So, so that's your roster, great roster, absolutely fantastic roster. Um, one of the things that that was so great about this game, in my opinion, though, was was the gameplay. Um, obviously, <clears throat> obviously, we've said it before on this on this podcast where, um. We don't really compare graphics at the end to, to graphics now because technology is so, so much different. Although back then, like you're looking at Triple H, just like, my gosh, that looks just like him. It looks just like him. We, you know, though his, arm, get his arm just temporarily detached a little bit. Yeah. Look <laughs> at those that. shoulders right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, back in the day, it was, it was great and it was fantastic. But, you know, the graphics may not hold up as well today. But from a gameplay aspect, you you could not beat this game. It's simple. It's fun. It's yeah. It's the grapple system. It's the old school grapple system. Everything stems from either pressing A or holding A. Right. So from from there, you know, you you got up and A, down and A, left or A, right. Just a, a million different things you can do. Right. Your standard moves, your Irish whips, uh, and your nays swapping around to behind them. Right. Throwing them out of the ring. Right picking them up on your shoulders, just a ton of stuff you can do. And it, and it's all very intuitive and easy to do. Yeah. Whereas I mean, like, you've never played this game before and you were fine with it. Oh, absolutely. Like 10 minutes. Absolutely. Um, after I remembered how to tag and how to pin. <laughs> yeah. And I remembered that the weapons were in the audience, not under the ring. Yeah. Um, if you go and look at our YouTube video, we do some pretty good commentary over where we talk about grabbing a water. Of all things, the first thing I pick up when I go to the crowd was a stinking water bottle. I don't know why, but it does damage. You can throw it at people and it does damage. But then the second thing I picked up was a bouquet of roses. Well, I got the, I went to the SmackDown mall and bought the, uh, cause this guy had like what, 4,500 bucks, 4,500 bucks left. Over. And I bought the, um, fire extinguisher because i could have sworn you sprayed them with it uh but i couldn't if you can i i couldn't i couldn't do it well and and this right here is one of those games where it's fun for 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 our purposes it's fun you know to create yourself to wrestle a couple of classic iconic matches maybe even kind of create some dream match scenarios but for for us this isn't one of those games you're going to spend 40 hours playing through to try to get a review of it. It's just not, um, you know, you can get, you can get the belt wherever you want to. Um, you can unlock the couple of wrestlers that are, that are, uh, well, that, that I are mean, there. that's not saying that you can't put 40 hours in it. No, no, absolutely. I've, I've got no telling how many hundreds. Oh, I know. This game. I know between this and, but revenge, it, it's, it's so, it's so, I, I don't want to say simple because it sounds bad. It's so well, it done it's so it's well uh, designed well thought yeah. out 
that you can get all you need for a view out of it and just one or two matches. Oh, absolutely. And, but and, you want to play more. It's 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 great. And and I mean, and when it came to the control, it was it was the kiss aspect of it. It's keep it simple, stupid. Right. So you well, know, they didn't throw uh, any mini games in it like the new games have. There's not this rating system where well, you also Shakespeare said it best. Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. I like keep it simple, stupid, because I'm from Alabama and that's what I can remember. <laughs> oh, that's that's on you. I know. Um, so, yeah, uh, the controller system, it, I think it made the game, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, the characters and the, and the match modes and the different things you can do uh, help that along the way. But I think the controls, because it was so simple. Um, and, and within the game, you had the momentum system. Sure. So you build up momentum. You got a bar that shows what your momentum is. The more me- momentum you have built up, which you get by doing big moves and you do by uh, you get by doing taunts and appealing to the crowd. Right. Uh, it gets the momentum meter gets a little bigger and it's it like starts turning beat. red. It's right. Like heartbeat. It's, it's like flashing. It'll start flashing when it does. You hit your analog stick, which is your taunt. Right. To put you in your special mode. That's when you can do your finisher. You do a strong grapple and then the analog do your. Finisher. And what would you say that that is probably? Um, 15 seconds, 20 seconds worth of special, maybe? Uh, Yeah, about 10, 15, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you can get, you know, your your special off. If you've got a top rope special, it gives you plenty of time to get the top rope and do oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you, you could do a, a special a couple of times. And the one thing that I always liked about it, and really it was back in the day, because, again, no internet, we're old as dirt when it comes to the internet being just readily available. Um. It, it it offered the uh, uh, still a move feature as well yeah. with the special. So if you're wrestling the iconic Rock versus Stone Cold match, you know, and any of you've ever seen those, where the Rock had to beat Austin with a Stone Cold Stunner, and that's just you know what. <laughs> yeah. So you can steal it, and you could steal it. It kind of relives some of those scenarios if if this is your your jam. You know? So yeah, if if you're playing and your momentum. If you start getting beat and your momentum starts getting down, it'll go to like what danger and then losing it, losing it. When it's down to that, you're going to get pinned and you're going to lose. Right. Now, if you get pinned, your momentum's up, you're going to kick out. It's not like these new 2K games where you have to play a mini game. Oh God, it's terrible. Yeah. You feel like you're, you're trying to kick a ball in NCAA or Madden. Like you have to get the little indicator right in the colored area to kick out and, and and literally you and I've talked about this literally within 60 seconds of playing the game, you could lose a match because you didn't get into the, you know, stop the bar in the color. If you can get the game to start. Well, that's, that's a different issue, but I know from 2k 16 up to 2k 20, that's the way it is. And it's terrible. The submission thing is stupid. They, they got the way chain too wrestling, complicated. Yeah. The chain, re- they tried to make it, they try to make it too lifelike to the point they made it where it's not fun. And, and see, I think that's the issue with the games today. Well, that's that's something else. If if you take some some people to some kids that you know they don't know any better, but you put No Mercy up against WWE 2K20, mm-hmm. they're gonna see 2K20 and it's got incredible graphics. You know, the people actually look like themselves. They have all this music, the hoopla. All they say, updates. oh, that's the better wrestling game, right? But and, and with the updates within the year, anyway, if somebody changes their music, there's an update for it, and then all of a sudden that character will goes from old music to new music, or maybe they 
They get a different T-shirt. So, I mean, they're pushing the brand as they go. Right. But you see that, and it's like, it's realistic looking. You put it up against this with the blocky graphics, and this is a thousand times better, a wrestling game. Yeah. In, in than my anything opinion, you that, couldn't in, get any, any better than this. Than WWE, 2K, whatever. The only way you could get better than, the, better than this is you combine the grapple system of this game and put it to the graphics of the newer games. And even then, I think it's going to be so out of place that it may not work. I think it's all in how they they make it. Because I don't think this is motion capture. No. No, (laughs) absolutely not. But I don't think the other is either. I think it's, you know, you've got your computer generated. Because how many bugs did we find or did we see in the 2K20 version where, you know, you can see the inside of people's legs and stuff and their eyeballs protruding out and, you know, people morphing through the ring. So I don't want to say that it's motion capture. I think maybe they uh, they take the pictures and stuff and kind of paste them on their computer. No, it's, it's motion capture. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought that. Not in 2020, 2019, 2020. And but there are several people argue that motion capture has about ruined the video game industry. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Because it takes away from stuff like that. It takes away from some more artistic. Sure ways of doing it. it's kind of a cheaper easier way to do things mm. but i mean it's just yeah i don't know if you could do the same with that. i don't know i don't know anything about game development but i would really like to see a game made now with this kind of system and there there are some of the fire pro games you've heard of those mm-hmm. i know new japan was involved in one of those right uh i i have touched them very little but jeff swears by them mm-hmm he says they're more Who? like this. Uh, pastrami. Oh. Is it pastrami? It is pastrami. Yeah. I said roast beef. I, I, I'm, said, we need that printed. I, 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 We've got to get that out. I can't do the yeah. names. Jeff. Everybody knows who Jeff <laughs> is. So, um, so, I mean, going forward, uh, you know, we wrestled our match. Um, we, uh, we won. We won, obviously. Spoiler alert for you on YouTube. Um, we kept trying to do the three days. Well, that's what I was going to say. One of the things that was pretty cool about this, you had the double team moves. Yeah. That's something that was missing from SmackDown 2. There was no double team moves. There was no stealing of moves. Um, but like I told you, and maybe it's just a difference of opinion or what you grew up with. You know, I like SmackDown 2, in my personal opinion, a little bit better than I did this game because of that momentum meter where you get so much momentum, you can store that finisher for any time you wanted it. It could be out of the, you know, RKO. It could be out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, instead of being, you know, built up, built up, built up, you've got 15 seconds to hit it. But because of the momentum, if it's done correctly, you know, you play the game correctly and it looks like it maybe would be in real life. You know, you can make it look to where it, it looks like it's supposed to be at that moment as well. So, you know, to each their own. Yeah, I, I obviously prefer this one. Sure, I mean, this is the one you grew up with. This is your nostalgia. Yeah. But, um... I'm what? Um, you, you, you froze up. <laughs> well, I'm sitting Well, the 3D, we couldn't get it off because stuff kept happening. That's right. why a match that was supposed to be like 10 minutes ended up being 18 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was It was. Apologize bad. for that. <laughs> Yeah, we do apologize for that because you'll you'll even notice it. We kept trying to set up for the 
for the 4D is what yeah, we call it, just because we wanted to be one better than the Dudleys. <laughs> um, although me throwing the stairs up into the ring and hitting the rock, that was completely unintentional. Uh, but you know what? It made for good comedy. And and the way we put him through the table was great. <laughs> you have to see that. If you uh, if you go and watch the uh, the video, send us a, a tweet, send us something on Instagram, just Facebook, whatever, on social media. Comment on the video. On yeah, YouTube. comment on the video. Tell us. That, that'd be even better. Yeah. That's, that's much better than anything else, actually. Well, yeah, right now, because we're trying to get it up and running. But, uh, yeah, just just let us know what you think about it and uh, try to tag it with hashtag ham and spam. We're, I'm, I'm dead set on getting that hashtag out. Well, that's like a guy giving himself a nickname, Clint. Well, I'm sorry. I, that's, I just won't. Here, I just, here, here, all right, forget it. We're not going to try to get hashtag ham and spam. If you want hashtag ham and spam and you're a listener, you do it. Well, yeah. Make a make a post. Do hashtag ham and spam. So that way we can find it. You can find it. Everybody can find it. And we're not giving ourselves a nickname. Also, uh, yeah, comment on YouTube because that's how we'll get more people drawn to our YouTube channel. Okay. We'll go with it. <laughs> I, get, I don't know how any of this crap works. I'm, I'm a redneck from Alabama. <laughs> RTR. So anyway, yeah, this... Um, this is my favorite wrestling game. I've I've got a lot of great memories of this, and I know you played all the other between THQs. this and um Revenge. You played a lot of wrestling back in the <laughs> and this was you know back in the day we don't have jobs. Parents, you know, we're going to buy you one game a year, so you made the best out of what you had. Kind of uh, issues and besides Blockbuster, maybe. Um, no, I bought this for myself. Well, no, I'm just saying outside of block, but you're going to rent the game from Blockbuster. You know, your parents buy this game. You're in it for until they buy you another one. Oh yeah, there was no. I'm gonna have 40 games to choose from. Exactly. But 60. What What are these games run? 65, 70 bucks at the time. Yeah, they were expensive. Yeah, these cartridge games were expensive, and and I guess that's that, that can kind of lead to another thing. Um, when you create a wrestler, you can go through the the visuals and the audio. Um, obviously, not the best quality. Not the best quality. It, it, it's the it's the mono system. I, I you know we're sitting here watching Triple H do the whole you know thing with his hands. Well, as you change it, I, I had no idea Triple H was that kind of tall. Six four, rock six five. Holy crap! Yeah, I didn't realize that either. Austin six two, you know you don't really see that. I didn't same height as oh gosh, Kane seven foot, Undertaker six ten. I always knew that Kane was bigger. Yeah, we're the same height as Christian. How about that, Matt Hardy six one. I mean, wrestlers are big guys. Don't I get know me Jeff wrong. Jeff Hardy was that tall. I thought he was under six feet. I thought he was too. Dude, Edge was six four or is six four? That can't be right. Wow. Real quick, this is one of my favorite things. Whenever we go back and and go through. Uh, old wrestling games. Go back to that first list. All right, just let's count them right quick. None of the there's one of those that's deceased, and that would be Chris Benoit. Oh gosh, yeah. So there's one. Uh, Grandmaster Sex Ace deceased. Yeah. There's two, three, three four. four. They're all still alive. It's amazingly, Xbox still alive. Five, five and test. Talk is still around. Six. Crash is gone. Yeah. Is he? I I don't know about S.A. Rios. Seven. Seven in the boss eight. man. Eight in the bulldog. Nine in Viscer. I think he's gone. He was six, six. Uh, and that's him. 
Okay. That's it. So out of this, what would you say? Uh, 9, 18, 27. This 50 man roster, roughly. Yeah. Nine of them are deceased. Yeah. And plus the and, unlocks. Well, and, and real quick, who el- who all still wrestling? Oh, that's a good one. That that's there we go. Let's go back. So so technically the Rock's not retired, but the Rock's not gonna wrestle. No. Triple H is part time. Austin's gone. Undertaker's at best part time. Those two are are extreme part time. They're casual time. Right. Same, he's same thing with Kane, but retired. he's kind of retired. Still, Jericho's still going. He is. You know, to his credit, even though I'm not an AEW fan. Yeah, uh, he's, he's fifty he's years old. Fifty, yeah. Um, Angle up until here recently was fairly active. No, no. Uh, he's coming back. Jeff heard. Hardy, Matt Hardy are both coming back. Uh, the Dudleys are out. Dudley, does, the, Bubba, I think, does a few indie shows. Uh, very few, very few. Christians are tired, I think. Yeah. So we got Jeff, Matt, Jericho, Billy Gunn. Uh, I think he would be. He's coming back. AEW. Is he like good? He's on team with his. He's <laughs> that taunt. Is, he, he's on team with his son. You've not heard that. Is he a? Um, he still does indie stuff. Okay. I'm sure Bulbican is out. Al Snow is a uh, trainer. trainer. Yeah. Have you seen trainer. him lately? I have not. Al Snow, dude, know. Google a picture of Al Snow. Al Snow's freaking Jack to the wall, dude. So only a few of these still wrestle. Yeah. And it's sad too, man, because this right here, we talk about nostalgia on, on here all the time, you know, with video games. It, it, this right here is nostalgic to me. And it's just sad that all these guys have retired. I yep. mean, and what they've, what they've put their bodies through. It's still real to me. Well, all right. Well, that's so. no mercy. I, I, I really love this game. Um, do your rating for, I know we don't do a, a numerical rating, but I mean, if I did a numerical rating as far as wrestling games, cause I mean, it, it, when you, when you get to this situation, it's like, okay, do you rate it as far as a video game compared to other video games or uh, as what it is? As a wrestling it's it's gotta be what it is. Cause it can't be. You can't put it up against like a Mario or Zelda. Well, or I mean, even if even if you put it in the genre, I mean, wrestling's got to be its own genre because if you yeah. put it in fighting, this doesn't, this isn't the same as Mortal Kombat. This as far as wrestling as, games, it's ten out of ten. I give it a solid nine point five, but I don't know if there's a quote unquote perfect wrestling game either. This is as close as perfect as you can get. I will yeah. say that. So the bazooka bumped it up to ten for me. <laughs> Uh, go to YouTube. You'll know what we're talking about. I cannot believe the Rock was six five. I'm sorry, that's, and two seventy five. That's crazy. That might so, be exaggerated. Uh, I, I very seriously doubt the two seventy five is exaggerated. That guy is jacked. Oh, I'll get man. out too. And he's so. bigger now than he was then. I know. He, he's probably bumping three hundred right now. Dude it's gets up at like four muscle. in the morning to work, start working out. Yeah, he, dude. His his regimen is crazy. I only get up at four in the morning if there's a breakfast buffet involved. <laughs> And even then, it takes you an hour to get up. <laughs> even even then, it's like, okay, what what's on this buffet? Yeah, it's, it, there better be some red meat somewhere. Well, actually, not. not well, anymore. not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> I don't. I don't get up anymore. So, right. anyway, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, maybe we'll put a uh, put a song in here or something. I don't know.
All right, so we're back, and before we jump into anything, um, <clears throat> last week, um, we, Hammy, you and I had talked about um, the particular guy on Facebook on one of the, the retro gaming groups uh, that I'm a part of where I was posting about our podcast, trying to plug it, you know, get some more listeners, that kind of stuff, and like I said, it has helped, but he kind of called me out on it about, you know, hey, you know, you got a podcast, we get it, geez, and you know, maybe I jumped to conclusions, you know, it, it, it kind of hurt that, that he called me out like that. Like I can take a negative comment. I really can. But just the way that was is like, you know, calling the whole entire thing out. Like if he said, I've listened to y'all's podcast and y'all are terrible. Then I would have been like, okay, thanks for the comment. Then How can we be better? Then you would have turned the computer off and gone and cried <laughs> for hours upon hours. Um, so, Clint being, you know, the guy that he is, I, I got a little petty. And when we recorded last week's episode, as soon as it went live, I tagged him in. I went back to that post and I, I know you're I didn't in. know you're gonna do that. Well, I, I know. And and again, I kind of went rogue and uh, you know, and I called him a jerk and I flat out called him out on it. And we kind of went back and forth just a little bit. Nothing, nothing major. And I just told him, you know, hey, I'm just trying to get the podcast to grow, you know, a couple listeners here, a couple listeners there actually does help well and you know we both kind of stopped you know short of really apologizing to each other and i told him you know that that i was petty and it was you know and i and i, and I did you know apologize for that and i told him i would give him a public apology and i and this is it uh the gentleman's name is daniel um he actually came back and said um that he's actually listened to our podcast and Thought that we actually did a pretty good job. Oh, you say he's a listener and he said it was terrible. <laughs> no, uh, he, he said that we've done a good job and that he has enjoyed it. Uh, the thing was just every time he said that he had joined the group and every time he got onto a post, he saw me comment, hey, we got a podcast and I would post a, you know, a link to the game in question. And I told him, so well, it's only the games that we've played. It's not every game. And I said, I can't help it that we went to a string of games that everybody's talking about that we've actually done. So Maybe they're talking about it because we did it possibly i don't know that could be it i like to think of it that way but anyway um daniel actually he said you know if listening to the podcast is actually pretty good um so then i messaged back i said sir you've given us our first negative comment and our first real comment from somebody we don't know <laughs> so you know all in all he's been a, a a pretty good guy and uh so this is me coming back and saying you know i did i did reach out to this gentleman and we um you know, kind of made amends, uh, let bygones be bygones. Uh, that said, um, Daniel did, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, send me a message on the Podbean app, which is who is our podcast ho host and, um, uh, did ask a couple of questions. Uh, he listened to the super Mario brothers two episode, and this is what he had to say. He said, great take on the game as always guys. Question for the upcoming show regarding WWF No Mercy. I was playing this game a week ago with my two oldest sons. They are from the PS4 generation. Uh, they couldn't get past their graphics, no matter how much I tried to explain graphics don't make a great game. They couldn't look past it and see what makes a great the game amazing uh, still to this day. The roster CAW system was very in-depth, and the controls were near perfect for wrestling. Do you two ever have to defend retro gaming a lot like this? Um, with the younger generation, yes. Uh, but Hammy and I kind of touched on this uh, outside of the podcast a little bit, um, where we were talking about 
this this particular game doesn't have a lot of long standing appeal to it. But then Hammy said it's graphics versus aesthetics, where Super Mario Brother or Super Mario Brother, Super Mario World will always look great a hundred years from now. But like games like this, visually may not hold up. But my God, that gameplay does. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and and we touched on it early in the podcast too, where the controls to me even now make this game. And obviously I, the the nostalgia that goes with it, the creator wrestler that goes with it, where you can do all these awesome, crazy moves, you know, makes a big difference as well. Um, but if you're just not into a wrestling game, you're just not into a wrestling game. There's well, no way you can hold a candle between this game and WWE 2K20. Well, I've got, I, I've got 2K19 and I've, I've played a pretty good bit of it. And I, I can say that this game to get to where you want to go in a match, a certain kind of match with who you want to play with. It's so simple. It's so easy. It's so intuitive. It's just boom. It's done. It's overly complicated. Right. With the 2K games. They're just and 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 yeah, they look great. They do. They they look amazing. It's but they don't it just doesn't work. It's just they're not as well made. And and I think that they just put so much into the visuals of it that they It's just, all presentation. Exactly. Me. That's it. There's no gameplay. But as far as his question, my youngest nephew is about to be eighteen. Holy crap. You're old. No, no, I'm not old. You're old, <laughs> but you're only as you're only as old as you feel. If you feel old, you are old. I'll agree to that. I feel young. I feel young on the days that I don't have to get up and go to work. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, when when Shane McMahon is fifty years old and he's up there doing shooting stars. Oh, dude, yeah. You absolutely. know what? No, I'm I'm thirty six. I'm not old. I'm not old at all. And I will say, a shooting star you know, at 50 is way better than Billy Kidman at 29 or whatever time, you know, and, and, <laughs> and there's a question coming up. I know from, from Jeremy about something similar and I'll, I'll address that later. But anyway, uh, but yeah, my youngest nephew, he's 17, about to be 18, but he has really taken to retro games. Really? So he's, and I'm proud of that because he's the same generation, you know, well, actually maybe, maybe the 360 generation or yeah, the PS3 might, generation. Sure. But he's he prefers the older games, and I can see that. You know, before, when we would get together and have our retro game nights, and I know we've said this time and time again on this podcast, we need to have another one. Um, but when we would uh, get together and have our retro game nights, I would have to go and fish out all this stuff that we've got in here now, put it in the living room, whatever. Well, there was one time when Mays got in there and he's like playing the regular Nintendo games, and I'm like, man, this is fun. You know, it's simple. Mm-hmm. You know, he was five, six at the time or whatever. And he really enjoyed them. So we ended up hooking a lot of this stuff up in his room. And one of the ones that he kind of drifted toward was the Nintendo 64. Oh, yeah. Star he, Fox. 64. Star Fox and Mario Kart. And I know it's not your favorite Mario Kart. I guess it's still, a good, still Mario Kart. But still Mario Kart. Better than the other racing game that doesn't have Mario Kart. <laughs> Outside of NASCAR 98. I'm playing, of course. <laughs> but, um, I thought you were serious there for a second. No, so I was that a good game? I don't no. know. Um, but, yeah, you know, he... He would enjoy them. Uh, obviously, he's the current to, I guess, future generation kind of. He likes his Fortnite. He likes his Minecraft. And, and and I get that. That's what all his buddies play, and he can play with them online. And I get all Don't that. Don't knock really Minecraft. Do. I do like Minecraft. Well, and I got a story about that, too, I got to tell you. But um, we, um, we're we going through, and, and you know, he's playing all these games and is just loving them. And the, not once did he ever say, hey, it looks bad. 
it was it's fun. It's fun to play, and, and yeah. that's where it begins, and that's where it ends with me. Well, and, and I think you know if if you've got kids that can't get past the graphics, I'm sure I was the same way when I was a kid. Just you know, let them keep playing; they'll fall in love with it. Well, yeah, I mean, it's hard to go back to some games. It is, and when we covered that on Mario Two as well, because you said I grew up with Super Mario World for for Super Nintendo, it's hard for me to go back to Super Mario Brothers Two. Exactly, and my favorite game of all time, Ocarina of Time. Sure, Nintendo sixty four. Right, it's even hard for me sometimes to go back to it because of how it looks. It just I've got to play it for a little bit to get back into that mindset. Right, especially okay. if I'm coming from like Breath of the Wild or something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So. Um, I don't know if that answers Daniel's question or not. I guess it kind of told him what we've run into with it. But, yeah. Um, I know Casey, his son, uh, who is a listener to the show. Hi, Tyler. Um, he is about the same age as Maze, and he's gotten to where he plays a lot of retro games. So big Zelda fan. Big, big. Huge I would consider my intellectual equal on Zelda games. Hmm. Interesting. Wish I had like a bubble pop right now. I could. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, moving forward, uh, you did bring up Jeremy just a little bit ago. And and thanks, Daniel. Appreciate yes, that. thanks, Daniel. Really do. We, we do. Uh, not in a very pushy way, but push the show to other people as well. Well, and, and, you, and you've got your son playing WWF No Mercy, which means you're raising them right. <laughs> By gosh. Um but uh, speaking of Jeremy, you mentioned a little bit earlier, a.k.a. Roast Beef, uh, Jeremy has a couple of uh, questions that he asked uh, on the Instagram post that we made earlier this week. Um, question number one, what is your favorite finisher in the game? Favorite finisher in the game? I'm, I still love the rock bottom, I guess because I love the rock. Yeah. Um, my favorite finisher in the game, um, just... <laughs> Because anytime we ever was was play wrestling, I would always do the arm bar. <laughs> arm and then, bar. And then Jericho, back in his old school WCW days, had this promo where he talked about how he could do 1,004 moves compared to Dean Malenko's 1,001 moves, or yeah. holds, rather. And, like, every seventh one was an arm bar. So I always did the arm bar. Um, arm bar. Uh, I always I always like the clothesline from hell because the way that turned them inside out whenever yeah. you hit them and kitchen sink number two because it kind of does the same right with your knee um but those are, I guess those aren't finishers right uh only I mean, the clothesline from hell was Bradshaw's for a long time uh, before he became JBL nah um the DDT was always good ones the stunner you know it was kind of that out of nowhere I mean I I was not a huge Stone Cold fan I mean I know what he did for the business and you know how hot he was at the time and everything, but he, he wasn't my favorite. My favorite growing up was was Mankind. I was a big Stone Cold fan. Um, you know, hence why you know Scorpion Death Drop, right? Which uh, is in the game. It is. It is. Um, not a finisher, that one thing. And before we get out of here, we got to tell one or two wrestling stories from Clint oh, yeah, High we, School. We will. Um, but yeah, uh, that clothesline from Hell, especially on uh, SmackDown Two, was always my favorite because it was always that inside and out clo- inside out clothesline. Power bombs are fun. Well, uh, Jeremy said when he would play this game, he won most of his matches with the clothesline from Hell because it would knock him out. Yeah, because it's always a KO, and that was always a, a neat thing um, about this kind of stuff too. Was you know just a quote unquote regular move could be a knockout move, so. Uh, I, I'll probably have to go close on for hell, really, because that's like the one move I want in every wrestling game. I always want it. I'll bounce off the ropes or throw them into the ropes and then run towards them and hit them with that one. And then 
that's where I usually do a lot of my damage was that particular move. So that's probably mine. Uh, question number two, what was your favorite from the top rope move? That'd be the shooting star. You always love the shooting I, star. It, it just looks so cool. And you talked about Kidman had <laughs> the worst. He botched it more than he. Oh yeah. It. And and I'm sorry, Kidman, you, you were a good wrestler on other aspects, but you really needed a different finish. You know, he's a backstage guy with WWE currently. Really? Yeah. He just, he just couldn't do it. I'll tell you the best. I think the best shooting star is probably Ricochet. And it's not even his finisher. Well, it's not his finisher. And then he does one from a standing position. He'll yeah. take off running and do one from a standing shooting star as well, which um, is crazy if you think about. Evan Bourne had a good one. You know who else had a good one? Shane McMahon. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Almost died. He really did. Now, Shane McMahon had a pretty good one. Yeah, if y'all go back and watch that WrestleMania, uh, I, the number escapes me right now. I want to say it's like 20, 21 maybe with Kurt Angle and um, Brock Lesnar. They they tore the house down with that, but they both left concussions that night. No, neither one of them knew what, what was going on. Um, you know who invented the shooting star? Somebody from Alabama? <laughs> Josh, Josh and Thunder Liger, ah. who just retired just a week or two ago. Really? Yep. That's kind of sad. It is. Again, because I remember great. he was always my my big international guy on WCW versus the world for PlayStation. Yeah, I believe he, he was, was on there. And I, I love New Japan. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I they, they I do it. great. They, they do great stories in the match. They don't do stories outside of the ring. They tell their oh, they, stories they, in the match. They build it up. Like, oh, yeah. Like their plans for this was mm -hmm. months in advance. They yeah. knew exactly how this pay-per-view was going to go. Right. The Wrestle Kingdom. And I love the way they do that. The Wrestle Kingdom, the uh, G1 It's like a three-day event. Yeah, two nights. Two nights. So, um, as the rain starts here, maybe maybe this, this go around with us recording in the rain, y'all won't hear the rain in the background. So, what was, what's your favorite from the top? Um, my favorite from the top... Um, I always enjoyed uh, in WCW uh, Rey Mysterio's Hunra Kunrana from the top rope where he would flip them inside out and do the pinning combination yeah. with it. That was cool and innovative back in the day. Did you see the Dragon Rana on here? I did. I did. Um, nowadays, um, well, I guess he's actually asking specifically in the game. Yeah. Um, I think mine was just like a diving headbutt. I mean, because that was like another one I always had to have. Because I know me, you know, me being me, my size and everything, I, I can never do any of these weird corkscrew moonsault things or yeah. whatever. So I always kind of stuck with something that was kind of real for me. And I like the swanton. I felt I could do a swanton. I believe I could do a swanton at least once before I broke my back and never be able to walk again. Yeah. Oh, I so. would die. Someone would die if I did a swanton. <laughs> um, now, as if, if since we're on the topic, real life, sure. like, uh, top rope finishers nowadays mm -hmm. i like uh ricochet's what's it called the nine or the 620 or something like that something 630, crazy 630, 630. I, think it is. I like uh Kyrie sane's elbow yeah that, that's a that's a throwback to the macho man's elbow she yeah. does a really good job it does and does. that's what i was gonna say too was like i've maybe or maybe not have done some top rope moves and like you get up there and you're like holy crap that's a long way to the ground um, and you're like, yeah. okay, because you have to hit just right, like for it not to like legitimately and, hurt you. And she hit it through a table with a concussion. Yeah. PLC. Well, like if you ever go back and watch some of the stuff with Macho Man, when he would come off the rope, he would fall into you. He would kind of 
He wouldn't like just come down. It was all elbow. It was like feet, knee, hip, elbow. Yeah. And it's just the way it always hit, you know, it, it looked painful, but the way he always hit, he always took care of you. And that's it's, a big thing. It's all thing in the too. cell. It's all in the cell. Oh, yeah. It's all in the cell. And it's all about taking care of the guy. Cause you got to think, even um, Finn Balor, his coup de gras from the top rope. That's a that, cool man. That is a, that is a grown man jumping from the top rope, which is what, five foot in the air? Yeah. You know, puts you five feet in the air from to the to the feet, and then jumping, and then you're jumping, and then stomping on somebody's chest. Now he doesn't like just stomp and stay there. I mean, he collapses when he does it and he tries to take care of the wrestler. But still, though, can you imagine two hundred pounds, two hundred? Because he's right at two hundred, two hundred four, yeah. or something like that, coming off the top rope and stomping on you like that. Now I can tell you, top rope moves I don't like. Pack and AEW, I don't mm-hmm. like his red arrow. What is it? It's a weird twist. It's like a shooting star, but he's twisting at the same time. Okay. I don't like it because he sits up there for like, it seems forever before he does it. Yeah. Because it's hard. To, I understand why it's happening because it's hard to do. He's got to, I guess, get it just right or he's going to botch it. Yeah. But it's just, it's an awkward amount of time where he's standing there and the guy's just laying there like, come on, man. Let's, yeah. Come on. Let's get this. Over whereas, here. you know, someone he's trying to protect himself. That way he, he doesn't, is. Oh, he yeah. doesn't botch it. I, exactly. It's just, it, if you get to a point, <clears throat> I think when a move takes forever to do like that, because you have not over calculate it and everything. Yeah. yeah. Then do something else. I tell you, I tell you something that's super impressive and not just because it's, it's a female wrestler in Charlotte flair, but when she gets up on that top rope, and she does that backflip down. Yeah, that moonsault. And I know that they're catching her in a way to make sure she's safe. Yeah. That is just, that's still impressive. Though. Well, like Io Shirai, her moonsault's amazing. Right. Uh, women wrestling has come a long way it, from, it, gosh, from this it's right a, Yeah, it's awesome. Um, but they don't they don't hesitate. Like Kyrie saying, Io no, no. Shirai, they don't hesitate. They just well, go right for it. Because it's not an overly complicated move. It's not overly complicated in the risk versus, I won't say risk versus reward because we all know what wrestling is, but the risk of getting hurt versus hurt, hurting somebody else is kind of taken out because they kind of catch them. Yeah. And I complained about that when I was younger, but now that I'm, you know, 35, I kind of understand, okay, I understand why they're catching them because they've got to do this night in, night out, all these different cities and everything else, so. No, I think we 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 answered that question. Um, who's your favorite wrestler from the Attitude Era? I've already answered mine, Mick Rock. Foley, and then, well, you did too. You're yeah. the, the Rock, so uh, you're a big Sting guy, though. Uh, I know we're talking. I, about- I was uh, as far as in this game, yeah, Rock. Yeah, I'd put I'd put Rock and Sting on level ground. Okay, I mean that's the the, the kind of guys the the flag bearers for this this time. Uh, I, I'll be honest, Sting lost momentum for me when he. Lost to Goldberg, which apparently Goldberg fought and fought to put Sting over in that match. Oh, really? He was he, he is Sting's hometown too. Oh, wow. He begged him. He said, "Please let Sting win. I yeah. don't. I don't want to do this." Yeah. Well, you know, to each their own with Goldberg. Um, later in life, I can appreciate Jericho. Uh, the the stuff that he did in oh, WCW yeah. and even WWF. Triple H, man. Um, I know people give him a hard time because he's in the family, quote unquote, the family. But that guy has done a lot in his career he has. and what what he actually had to endure. You know the and what uh, he's doing now in NXT is just oh as impressive. I mean, I can't wait for him to take over WWE and be able to do some of this. I stuff. hope he does. Um, I'm, you know, hey, XFL's right around the corner. Vinny Mac's got to choose one or the other, right? Please retire. <laughs> go to you, go to XFL. You've make done it great. you've done great. You got got us to the Attitude Era. 
but it's time to step on. Well, and to step by and let someone else take it. A, a take lot of over. people may not know the curtain call incident. I know you and I do where they kind of broke kayfabe that night. Triple H caught the brunt of all of that. Oh yeah. With the click. Yeah. Cause hall was gone. Uh, Nash was gone. Sean was a champion. Triple uh, X-Pac was going to be gone not long after that. And Triple H was the scapegoat for it. And he ate S word for a year and a half before he finally was able to get out of it. I mean, he was, I've heard he's super careful in the ring too. Oh yeah. Everybody loves working with Triple H because he's, he is a very professional guy in the ring. So, um, but that kind of does it on that point. But I do want to get out of here. Man, we're wrestling nerds. <laughs> we, we really are. I mean, there's a lot of nerdism here uh, when it comes to wrestling as, as well as it is for video games. But In Simpsons. Uh, in Simpsons. Um, <clears throat> but before we do, I, I do want to say my favorite wrestler back in the day was Mick Foley. And we used to do this thing in high school <laughs> called Move of the Day where we would go to lunch and Justin, who you heard on the um, Christmas, Vacation. Christmas Vacation podcast, he would go and get the keys from our teacher who will remain nameless for reasons. She, does be, she listen to, be, to this? Maybe. I th- I'm sure she does. Miss G. I think we called her Miss G. One Love time, you, Miss G. There you go. Um, we'd race back. We, we, he would get the keys and we would race back. So it was me, Hammy, and Justin would race back. And then like as we did this, other kids would kind of get involved too. But we would race back and Hammy would do a move to me on the floor in the concrete. There's one time I got pedigreed, which, uh, which was botched, which was botched. Um, there was one time, I mean, there was all kind of stuff, but there was one in particular where Hammy made up a new move that he had now, saw uh, th- this. This was the night before on WCW Thunder. Yep. It was, we it saw was, Vienna Ford die in the ring. <laughs> it was Chris Canyon and Raven versus Vanillo, Vanillo. Yeah. Four and five. Right. You can't they, tell them apart. They did a move where it was a powerbomb neckbreaker combo that right. that probably ended Vanilla 4 or 5's career. Vanilla. They stopped the match. Yeah, they stopped the match. It was, and Hammy's like, all right, Clint. The, the next day, we got to do this to Yeah, him. next day they did it to So we him. got Casey, a.k.a. Baloney. Right, so Justin runs and gets the keys. We go into the room. We're completely uh, it's just, just us, probably what four of us in there. Well, then I just willingly let Hammy pick me up in a powerbomb position, and then Casey gets in the neckbreaker position. And instead of going all the way to the floor like a traditional neckbreaker, Casey goes down to his butt kind of like a stunner, and Clint's folded up like a pretzel. <laughs> it looked better than what actually happened on Thunder. Yeah, I mean, it looked way better. And, and hey, and it, it didn't hurt. end your career. It, well, I don't. it hurt. <laughs> We, y'all all thought y'all killed me. I'll put it that way. We did have to move desk because well, she had those big desks, yeah. the big graph paper desk that were in there, the big the big top desk. Well, so we had to move all the desks out of the way to do it. And then she comes in and is like, what happened? What's wrong with Clint? Why is he in the floor? <laughs> and eventually, I, I don't want to say I came to, I wasn't knocked out, but eventually like the pain subsided enough that I could get back in my chair. Uh, yeah, because we didn't fully grasp how uh, yeah, we to, didn't, to, yeah. to fake a move or sell it. Right. right. So, um, But we, we came up with a name for that move because <laughs> it didn't have a name on WCW Thunder. So it we, was just a powerbomb. We decided to call it the Banana Bash. Yeah. So, Casey, Banana Bash, that was for you, buddy. And uh, when we did our... Why do we name it that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then whenever we did our um, SmackDown uh, 2 episode... The nefarious cousin Jimmy listened to it, 
And he kind of got on to me that we didn't talk about this. Um, when we were growing up, you know, he knew how big of a wrestling fan I was. And, and he too was as well. We, um, he, he had three or four trees in his yard that were kind of almost in a square shape. And he would take like just regular nylon rope and wrap it around and have three. So he had a ring, but obviously it's not on rope, not like actual rope rope and, or like, you know, wrestling rope. So it had no bounce to it or anything. So we, we would like kind of run up against it and then come back, you know, willingly run back and forth and do wrestling moves to each other. I'm angry. I didn't know about that. <laughs> well, there was one time um, we made a makeshift table. We, we took, we took four. You made a makeshift table. We made a makeshift table. We took like four two by fours and a piece of plywood and made a table and we put it on the end of his porch. And I don't know if you've, it's been a while since you've been over there. It was the high end of his porch. Yeah. And like, we didn't videotape it. We didn't have the technology to videotape it at the that's, time. Or that's anything. what's funny. All these kids do stuff today so they can record it and show it to their friends. We were just doing it because we're idiots. Yeah. And, and we thought it was fun. We knew no one else in the world well, would ever see this. It was well, this between is us like, and God. That's exactly. It. Well, this was like a quarter inch plywood board. So it wasn't super, super thick. Well, like he took a scrap of it and we, you know, he, I let him hit me over the head with it because I didn't know any better. Unprotected headshot. And, you know, I fell off the porch backwards you're the through reason, the table. Clint, you're the reason they have to have all these disclaimers now. No, no, because I didn't get injured doing it. So <laughs> thankfully I didn't get injured. No, doing you just it, didn't go but... to the doctor after it happened. What? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, those are a couple more wrestling stories. Hopefully when we get to. You know, your uh, a revenge review or maybe uh, WCW versus I'd say NWO. Day of okay, maybe Day of Reckoning because we need to do another GameCube game as well. So when we get there, maybe we have some more stories if I can remember them. Uh, maybe we'll tell the Rocker Room story then. I don't think we told that one, did we? Could, uh, no. I might need to go back and, well, and listen to maybe that. Maybe, I mean, may need a wrestling bonus episode. Um, yeah, it just hit me. We didn't do all this stuff. If if imagine if we had had like YouTube now or Vine, sure, which I don't think anyone has Vine anymore. <laughs> if we had YouTube, I think you're a little too old school there, buddy. YouTube or whatever back then, how crazy we would have gone. I yeah. mean, we were doing all this just for Spanish videos. Oh man, if we'd had if we'd had camera phones, if we had camera phones, it'd have been over. But we actually did video. We actually did films for class with me doing this stuff. I remember that we need to find those. We do need to find those. Maybe. Probably need permission from everyone else in the video. <laughs> Probably to post it on YouTube. Because I did. Well, I did my Spanish video and I did Justin's Spanish video. We did stuff like that. Golly, we were so stupid. We were. Well, mostly you, mostly but. me. But y'all were stupid for letting me do it. That's about true. That? So um, yeah. Anyway, well, that was this week's episode. Um, next week, though. Excited about next week. Hammy's pretty excited about this one. This was actually on your list to no, you 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 said the original. I took it off because I knew that we were going to do uh, this episode. Yeah, because it, it's gonna happen. I've I've wanted to beat this game with you for probably over ten years now. Oh yeah. So the game in question is Jurassic Park two, the Chaos Continues. For Super Nintendo. So we're gonna go back to Jurassic Park, which I don't know why, just like they do in the movies, they keep going back. But we're going to go back to Jurassic Park and kind of relive some memories that we have there. One in particular, and we'll get into it when we get there. Um, so join us next week when we talk about that game. Hang around for the uh, for the gameplay. We're hoping to uh, 
get a little bit more in-depth gameplay video out there. And then, uh, of course, go uh, subscribe, like, listen, tell a friend, telegraph. Um, do people use telegraphs anymore? I don't know. And and just make a post on any social media. Sure. Help, help us grow it, the show it, a little Anything, bit. just say hashtag ham and spam. That's there you it. go. There you go. That's how you get it started. Okay, well... So if anybody sees a post that says hashtag ham and spam in the post, it, it was me because I don't know how this works. So, sorry. I love you, Hammy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, go go check out our YouTube videos. Uh, listen to some of our past episodes for you new guys. Suggest it to someone. Share it on your Facebook, on your Instagram, whatever. It posts everywhere. So uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week.